AFLW, who watches it? Me. The more they play, the better it gets. The AFLW show. This AFLW show will be better than any other AFLW show there is. We will talk the truth. We give all the reviews and previews of the rounds just gone and upcoming. We will talk about any topical conversations on this show. It's a show for the people. This is the AFLW show and it starts right now. Yes, no. Hello everyone and welcome to the AFLW show. I'm your host Cooper, the sole admin of AFL information, trade rumours and results. The Brisbane Lions are the 2023 AFLW Premiers. Congratulations to the Brisbane Lions and commiserations to the Roos. Um, it would be nice to see the Roos win their inaugural AFLW Premiership. Brisbane win their second. Uh, yes, I did prefer North to win. Unfortunately, they didn't win. I like Brisbane too. I just wanted the North to win. Um, but unfortunately, it was not to be for the Ruse this season. They'll be big. They'll be back bigger and better than ever next year. Obviously, they had a few good feel-good stories. So obviously, as I mentioned last week, had Neve Martin uh, gets a bronze white parents to come home from, come from Ireland to watch her in the prelim. Thankfully for her, they experienced a win. Then later in the week, Erica O'Shea's parents, a fellow Irish woman, Deneve, and housemates too, um, her parents came over on Thursday this week and surprised her as well. Then Alice O'Loughlin had her brother come from Darwin to surprise her as well, and that was on Friday, so no, Saturday. So, yeah, and a lot of good feels, good stories of Ruzel, and great to see them win, not only for those players in particular, but the team, the club, they've done really well. Um, you know, nothing against Brisbane. As I said, I like Brisbane, but, you know, it is what it is now. Obviously, you just saw the clip there with Jade. Said, let's go. Um, yes, good win for the Brisbane Lions in the end. 17-point victory, 27-44. to 44. We'll dive right into that very, very shortly. Um, but, yeah, it would have been nice for, to see for the Lions, for them to get the win. Uh, for the Roos to get the win, rather. Um, but it was not to be. Um, obviously, they had a terrific season. Um, but for them, um, yeah, that's just what's happened, unfortunately, for the Ruse. So, um, congratulations to the Brisbane Lions. So, in the meantime, let's put up a picture of the Brisbane Lions winning the Premiership. In fact, we can scratch that. For something even better. Here is the final moments of the 2023 AFLW Grand Final between North Melbourne and Brisbane. I got my match day vlog. It'll be pinned down below. If not, go check on the recent videos on the channel. Um, go and check that out in full. Here is the final moments where Brisbane were the 2023 AFLW Premiers. <laughs> About 30 seconds ago, King, please it out. There it is. 
Brisbane Lions are the 2023 AFLW Premiers. Yeah, money in the bank briefcase. Suitcase, money in the bank briefcase, whatever. Brisbane Lions 4-3 North Melbourne 4-3 27 to Brisbane 7-2 44 Got the briefcase suitcase there as well Ballinger's got it now Right yes so as you see there Brisbane Lions are the 2023 AFLW Premiers. Uh, I'm going to show you some photos from the game. Obviously, they're all on the Instagram channel, AFL Info Live, and on the Facebook page, AFL Information, Trade Rumors and Results with 55,000 plus followers on there. Go and check them out if you haven't already. Uh, but here is some of them, and uh, some of the best photos I had, there's a lot of good ones, but these are four of the best in terms of the thing though, there's first of all, there's the Lions being the official premiers for 2023. Um, but some best photos from the day, obviously, got to meet Zal for the A rising is the rising star, of not only 2023, but in this entire competition for many years to come. So, what under Zaling, good to meet her yesterday. Now, also, uh, photo here. Dawes, a very popular figure at the Brisbane Lions. Um, and, yeah, now you can see the excitement. There was a few different photos with Bell that were taken, um, but that's probably the best one. Um, so go and check it out. You can see I'm technically getting up and about for it. <laughs> I'm doing it for the shot, but um, it is what it is. And, uh, yeah, congratulations to Bell Dawes. We had a terrific game, 20 disposals, had like 10 tackles as well. Um a very popular Jade Allinger, obviously been part of the Brisbane side for a fair while. Um, had a good game yesterday, and she just sent the clip to Let's Go. And if you look at the Premiership Medal, too, if you look quite closely at the Premiership Medal, it's actually a photo of the – it's a engraved of the cup. And the, the lanyard around it says 2023 FIW Premiership. So I thought that was a pretty – Cool touch there. And a good photo too, of course. <laughs> and probably one of the best ones, purely because of the fact of the cups in it, Taylor Smith, young ruck for the Brisbane Lions, can play up forward as well. Um, yeah, you've got the Premiership Cup in there as well. And what do you all think too of the Premiership Cup? Um, is it more of a different one to the men's one? Obviously, you still got the streamers on the side. But, um, yeah, it's a long, wide cut end of the men's one's a bit smaller but I'll, I'll, i don't mind this one I, I like it looks good and the other photos as i said are all on the channel so i want to start off with this 
You want me on Cameo, head to cameo.com forward slash Cooper G. Want me to roast a friend, wish someone happy birthday, anything at all, cameo.com forward slash Cooper. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I was trying to put the banner up before I sneezed. Um, yeah, anyway, um, so cameo.com forward slash Cooper G. Want me to roast a friend, wish someone happy birthday, anything at all. Cameo.com forward slash Cooper G. Please subscribe and like this video if you haven't already. It costs absolutely nothing to smash the like button. And it costs absolutely nothing to subscribe. I'm not going to make you pay to, you know, watch and or listen to my stuff. I'm just not. So I don't plan to anyway. So special like button, subscribe. I'm going to get 3K. There'll be some prize giveaways maybe. Um but this video doesn't look like we're getting there anytime soon, unfortunately. So smash the sub button. We greatly appreciate it. You're watching the videos. I put a lot of content out for you guys and girls, the men's and women's competitions, and there's still going to be more to come despite this season being over. There's going to be some draft and trade videos of the women's in some form as well, at worst in posts. And I'll probably do a recap of the draft and trade period videos for the women's competition as well. Um, obviously, I'm still doing some interviews um, So around this, so that will never stop the interviews, if I get one, I get one. If I don't, I don't. It's one of those, and the Golden challenges the same. Like, there's no timeline on when I will stop asking and trying to get interviews I'll, throughout the year. Even if my podcasts and that aren't necessarily regularly or, like, you know, day after day after day or videos or week after week, any time I get a chance to do an interview, it'll be posted and done. So... Happy to officially announce now that I've just recorded it before this show that tomorrow night you will see the interview between myself and for the first time ever in the AFLW side of things, the first ever AFLW coach. Yes, you heard me correctly. The first ever AFLW coach will be on the show tomorrow night. And that is none other than one of the joint winners of the coach of the year from the Sydney Swans, Scott Gowan. So I really look forward to that. To a great chat with Scott just before. He'll be on the channel tomorrow night. So really look forward to that. If you're a Swans fan, it's definitely a video for you to watch. And even if you're not a Swans fan, it's one for you to watch. I highly recommend it. Um, and I would greatly appreciate if you can go and watch that. Alrighty. So, yeah, Swans, when he talks about their trade targets, what they're going to target in the draft and uh, – trade and draft period, what particular types and uh, any particular names maybe. Uh, we go through a bunch of things. So you're going to have to check it out. I'm not going to give it away now because then you probably won't watch it. So go and check it out. We'd greatly appreciate it. Alrighty. So obviously on the show today, we're going to go through Scooters Bang and go through the grand final. Um, we're going to do some trade and trade and draft talk as well. And I might mention some type of players that your clubs need to target. Alrighty. It is time. For the world-famous segment, Scoops Go! Bang! What do you think of that one? Alrighty. Alright, alright, alright. Okay. Now, anyone that's watched any of my podcasts, whether it's Kick It Scoops or the A4W show, and any posts in general, or general videos. You know I'm not a big fan of some of the umpires. 
and the standards. And well, that continues. The grand final, now they may not have necessarily favoured particular teams throughout the chunk of the game. There was definitely a lot of calls that were ridiculous. And there's some in my match day vlog, so go and check that out. I remember one in particular was against, should have been a friend in North Melbourne. A North Melbourne player got tackled high very clearly. And it was given a hold on the ball. I'm thinking, excuse me? She was taken high around the neck area. She didn't have any prior. And she didn't drop the ball. So how the hell is that holding the ball is what the umpire gave. I'm like, seriously? Um, it's just like unbelievable. And then there was some questionable free kicks that Brisbane were getting in the last quarter. It's just like, Is this key moments of when umpiring decisions are made. People are like, oh, they had more freeze. It's not about the number. It's not about the quantity of them. It's where you get them and where you don't get them. I don't know how many times I'm going to say that. Now, the only way I would understand you saying the freaky count tally is if it's like 10 plus more. And even then, were they undisciplined acts? Were they plays just down, dump plays after they kick it, which counts as a free? Like, depends how they were happening. But regardless, again, the umpire yesterday was disgraceful. May not have favoured a particular team, but they were inconsistent as all hell. Absolutely pathetic. The AFL umpires and AFLW umpires need to lift their game. How many times does Scoops have to say it? How many times does Cooper have to say it? Come on. Lift your game. Pathetic. Hope you guys enjoyed that edition of the world-famous segment, Scoops Goes Bang. Now, this may be the final episode of the A4W show. There'll still be more videos. In fact, I might actually do a video next week, next Monday, for the A4W show. I might go through. In fact, I probably will, actually. I'm just trying to think. I'm not 100% certain. There'll definitely be videos. I just don't know if I'll class it as the A4W show. So keep your eyes peeled for that and your ears peeled. Whatever the saying is, I think that's about right. But anyway, let's go through the grand final result. And um, it's disappointing for the Roos, like I said. I just would have liked to see the Roos win. I'm, as I said, I've got nothing against the Brisbane Lions. I like Brisbane too. And pretty much if it was anyone bar North and St Kilda or Sydney, I probably would have wanted Brisbane to win. But it wasn't to be. Bruce, 27, Brisbane, 44. Now, my pre-game prediction was Jenna Bruton, the Brute, would get best on ground. She was best on ground in the prelim and hurt her foot in the first three minutes and she had to get carried off, which is... Really disappointing. Um, not sure how long she'll be out for. Hopefully she'll be fine for the next season, though. Great player, Jenna Bruton. She was clearly missing that midfield. Garner and Riddell did terrific, as always. Um, and me, King, I thought still had a decent game. So some of their midfields did well. But it just wasn't a B. It's really unfortunate. I'm disappointed for the Roos. Um, they were up by seven points at three-quarter time as well. Now, you look at the margin. People say, oh, I said on my pose it was a close game, and a few people were telling me, oh, it's How's 17 points close? Watch the game and you know it was close. Four minutes to go, it was five points, champs. 
tell me that's not close. Bree Conan got a late goal and Ellie Hampson got a late goal too. Like, that's why they won by 17 points. They weren't, you know, so far ahead for the whole game. Rouge were up by seven points at three quarter time and five points down three four minutes to go. For the Brisbane Lions, Brie Conan got best on ground. Opposite was good. Isabel Dawes was good. Nat Ryder was good. I feel personally that Nat Ryder or Isabel Dawes was best on ground for me. Just just my opinion. Um, and I thought Jess Garner actually, to be honest, Polly was best on ground despite the results. So, um, as I said, her and Riddell. The good offer, Alice O'Loughlin, was really good um, as well for the uh, for the Roos as well. They'll be disappointed, I know, um, but they'll bounce back. The Roos will be bigger, better than ever next year. I'm sure they'll be up there next year. Obviously, they've got a good forward line uh, with O'Loughlin and um, Randall and uh, Martin. They got a good four line up there. They'll be all right, be better than ever next year. Um, speaking of North Melbourne, if you haven't checked out the footy card unboxing, I did final training at Melbourne with Neve Martin and Ruby Chapodi. Go and check that out. We greatly appreciate it. Yeah, so Beth, some training footage in there, a couple of card unboxings as well. So if you love your footy cards, and if you like North Melbourne, go watch it. And if you don't like North Melbourne, still go watch it. So. You got three minutes to spend. Alrighty. Dakota Davidson though had a big late last quarter or shared a quarter along with third. And I was in doubt. Again, we thought, you know, she'd done a knee in the prelim against Geelong and we thought, well, and the granny. She passed the fitness this week. They did an open training Bruce at Icon Park on Saturday and she passed that well, that apparently. She was good to go. And she hadn't had the best game, but late in the third to the last, she stepped up when the team needed her. I thought Jess Ferguson and Sarah Wright did another good job on her, but I think Sarah Wright got beaten by Davis in the last quarter, and that probably proved to be the win. But so right, it's heartbreak for the Roos. I get that. Um, no one likes lose. Roos. Them. Bigger next year. Ali Anderson's Conway, Baldors, um, Tally Hickey was solid in the ruck as well. So, yeah, Greg Conan, obviously the skipper, got best on ground. Um, yes, yeah, so just got a short message too from a Brisbane Lions player. Up the yes, Jay just said, let's go. Yes, uh, Ripper person is Jade Allen, and so is the whole team, actually. Everyone I was talking to, of course, they won the previous they're going to be up and about, but, you know, they give time to talk to people, and it was nice to chat to all the players that I had photos with, and obviously Zali Goldsworth, as I mentioned earlier, and I obviously did meet Clarko as well. I did not see that. Go check one of the posts. The Clarko photos at the back end of the, of the post. So you'll have to scroll to the end, slide across. Or down, remember it's Facebook, Instagram, whatever it is, um, and what device you're using. But yeah, scroll across, down, whatever. You see that? Mick Clarko, that seemed to have got unnoticed, I suppose, in the posts that I put up yesterday. Uh, but yeah, Mick Clarko yesterday as well. 
And I did see some other players roam around like Jack Siebel and Luke McDonald from North Melbourne. So Jack Siebel now obviously retired, but be a Richmond assistant coach, which I find very interesting. Now, all right, so let's talk about the trade and draft period coming up. So the trade period is on this Thursday, the 7th of December, until the following Thursday, the 14th of December. I had Sydney coach on Scott Gowans, and I asked him about that. I'm not going to say what he said in relation to those periods because you're going to have to watch that video tomorrow night to find that out. So go and check that out. Um, yeah, in a full trade draft analysis with Scott Gowans, which you'll see the Swans coach, the AFW tomorrow night. Um, so for me, personally, over the draft also is Monday the 18th of December. So let me find out the draft order. So I'd love to know what the draft picks are, who's got what picks and everything like that. But so let's just quickly go through some trade targets for each club. For Adelaide, obviously they made the prelims, um, just lost to the Roos. I feel that maybe, just maybe they need some, an experienced Ruckman for Adelaide. I mean, their forward line with Pontar and Randall and Rochelle Martin and Jess Waterhouse is a, and, and Co is a decent forward line. Their back line's pretty solid as well. Um, obviously, their key forward in Caitlin Gould, a young rising star as well. Um, yeah, I suppose they need some ruck support. Brisbane, they just won the Premiership. They lost some experienced players to other clubs in last year's trade period, and they were just won the Premiership. So, so they really, well, they, I suppose they might want an experienced ruck one as well, but Tyler Hickey's doing a good job there. Uh, maybe some defender options to help Nat Ryder. Bree Conan. But there's nothing really that stands out for me for Brisbane. Carlton, on the other hand, do need some help in all areas. They're going to be bringing in Yaz Dersma, the brother of other uh, sister of Zave and Zane Dersma. Um, Yaz has requested to trade to the Carlton Football Club from Adelaide. She has a year to go on a contract, but I expect that one to get done pretty quickly. So they're going to bring in Yaz Dersma, who can play off the wing and a half back, be like her brother Zave. Um, could be a handy addition for Carlton. But I feel Carlton need help in all areas. They, their forward line needs some help. So we've obviously got you know, Mia Austin. Uh, their midfield is probably their best. They're on the field. Keely Skipper, uh, Keely Shear, and Abby McKay. So they're pretty well equipped in those positions. Collingwood, obviously you've got Benici and Davey in the midfield. Tani White can push through there. Um, they re-signed 11 players late last week, including Sabrina Frederick, Ali Morris, Erica Fowler, Tani White, um, Alana Porter up forward, and a bunch of others. There's 11 of them as well. Um, if I can, f yeah. So they they've done what they've done. Um, here we go. Nell Morris, Dalton, Ali Morris, Sarah, Sarah Cincinnati, Tani White, Charlotte Taylor. Selena Carlson, Charlotte Blair, Alana Porter, Sabrina Frederick, Eliza James, and Erica Fowler. So that's who some of them that they brought in. Essendon, you got Sparkers and Bonnie Too Good. They probably need some help. And they got Wales in the ruck. They probably need some, really, some defender options, I feel, um, is their major area they need to target. Fremantle, they probably need some forwards and defenders. That they need a target. Geelong, they probably need to target some uh, defenders as well. 
and some Ruckman as well. Erin Hall is 34 years of age, so they need to replace her in some way, shape, or form, and even have some competition at least. Um, Gold Coast, they've they got a great young midfield with Charlie Robon and Whitford. They've got Daisy Darcy up half back. Lucy Single is a tagger in the midfield. Um, I feel they could probably need some help in the forward line as well to help Jacqueline Dupay. Uh, GWS, obviously got Zali Goldsworthy, the best and not only a rising star, the rising star. She can play at forward, obviously push to the midfield as well. Alice Park has been linked to other clubs, so it's interesting to see she hasn't made up her mind seems yet. She leaves, they'll need some more midfield options. And even if she doesn't leave, they probably do need some more midfield options with some key position players at either end of the ground as well. Uh, Hawthorne, they're going to they brought in three draftees, Jess Vuk, Hayley McLaughlin as well, and Laura Stone. Um, they're linked apparently to Melbourne Trio, Casey Sheriff, who they will get, um, Libby Burge, a key experienced defender they're looking at, and Eliza West, a young star midfielder they're looking at as well. I feel that well, apparently Sheriff is definitely happening. The Sheriff is in town to join the Hawks. Um, Eliza West is more just interest at the moment that could progress further. And Libby Burge, she got strong interest, and apparently there's a good chance to get her. So we'll see there. So they're the type of players that they need to fill the positions off, and they probably need some forwards as well. Um, in fact, they definitely do need some forwards to help Anya McDonough. Uh, Melbourne, they're going to lose those players. If they lose those players, they're going to need to fill midfielders and defenders if they lose those players that I just mentioned. Uh, North Melbourne, they probably the Kangas need some help for Jess Ferguson in defence and Emma Carney. I feel that could be an area they could try and target. We've got Erica O'Shea off halfback as well. And probably some... Uh, yeah, no, that's probably the area I feel they need to add. Their rucks are pretty solid as well. Emma King as well. So it's them. Port Adelaide, they probably need to add some midfield depth. Obviously, you've got Abby Dowrick and not much else. Their ruck is fine. Matilda Schultz needs some... Yeah, all the way on the ground, I think the power, power need. Richmond, they need some support. Uh in every position. I know Mon Conti's a gun and won the BNF and one under Mon. Well deserved. Um, but they probably need some help in all areas of the ground. Richmond, if they want to step back up in the finals. The Saints, as I mentioned last time, need some more midfield options to help Georgia Petrikios um, and Jamie Lambert. Um, need some defenders to help Serene Watson and some forwards to help Jesse Wardlaw and Nicholas Zenos. Uh, and, and definitely a ruckman. I think Aaron McKinnon and Simone Nolder um, are towards the latter end of their careers as well. So they need a good ruckman in their mid-20s. Maybe they should try and target someone like Matilda Schultz, who's much younger, 19, but maybe the type of targets they should look at. Ali Morford signed a four-year deal with the Swans. And we go speaking of the Swans, I feel that they need some more defenders to help BT and LA heads. But I like how the Swans list is progressing. Um, West Coast, got Ella Roberts. You've got Charlie Thomas as well. Emma Swanson, um, Sinead Davidson. Um, they probably need some help throughout the key position ends on in the forward line and back line and the ruck as well. And finally, the Bulldogs. 
they need a lot to go their way. Um, and they need to add to all areas of the ground, including the midfield in particular. So that's that. Um, so my final thoughts are simply this. You want me on Cameo, head to cameo.com, forward slash Cooper G. Want me to roast a friend, wish someone a happy birthday, anything at all, cameo.com, forward slash Cooper G. Thank you all for watching. Smash the like button and subscribe if you haven't already. There will be some trade and draft videos for the AFLW coming up. The trade period starts on Thursday and ends the following Thursday on the 14th. And the draft is on Monday, December 18th. And I'll be covering all of that throughout the week, well, throughout the time it's on. Um, I'm not 100% sure if this show will be in this time slot, but there'll definitely be trade and draft videos if there isn't. If there is, till then, take care and go to the Saints and do well in this trade period and be active and be smart. Go Saints.